Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax deductible as charitable contributions. Conversation, Jericho 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. If you're listening during the live broadcast, you can always join us at uh, the Blog Talk Radio chat, blogtalkradio.com slash liberal dan. Sign up with your free blogtalkradio.com account. Go to the episode page, go to the bottom of the page, and the chat room is there. You can also join us in the YouTube chat room as well youtube.com slash liberal dan radio or youtube.liberaldan.com and you can go to the live stream there and join that live chat as well if you're listening after the live broadcast you can leave your comments questions concerns etc over on the show thread at liberaldan.com facebook.com slash liberal dan at liberal dan radio on twitter or you can leave your comments as well on the youtube thread for the stream so it was last week I was off. I basically said, hey, you know, go uh, go watch, go listen to my, if you haven't heard it yet, listen to my episode with Hal Sparks because that was a great episode. I, I had a really good time doing it, and then it was very enjoyable, and I would hope that it would be also be as enjoyable to listen to as it was for me to do. Um, and there is news on that front because I don't have a specific date yet, but he will be back on the show. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to Hal Sparks being a regular, hopefully, on the program. Two times does not make one a regular. <laughs> Excuse me. But uh, but it's looking like it very well could be something that happens on a regular basis. And that's just awesome. And I'm, I'm very hyped for it. I'm very excited for it because, I mean, I'm a fan. But he's also just so well-informed about many of the issues. And he has other Ideas that you know are, are, are some some of them are thinking outside the box, and I'm I'm all about thinking outside the box. Don't agree 100% with everything he says, but who does? Um, I, I don't expect anybody to agree with me to call it 100% of the time, and I think it's best to focus on much of the areas that we agree instead of focusing on what we disagree. Um, unless, like you know, the area we disagree is you're a Nazi or something, then you know, at that point, yeah, I can eat you with, without feeling any sort of twang or tinge of guilt. Uh, so what was going on last week? Last week I was, uh, I did do some live tweeting uh, to the State of the Union address and to the response, the GOP response. And uh, clearly the GOP response shows that uh, the Republican Party, especially elected officials who represent the Republican Party, are living in some sort of alternate fantasy world uh, where, where the truth has no meaning and they, they just don't seem to understand anything when it comes to how things work in the real world. Um, but yeah, you can see my live tweets. You can see the tweets. Uh, if you look at my, go to Twitter, uh, Liberal Dan Radio on Twitter, and uh, search my page for the SOTU or SOTU22 or SOTU 2022 or State of the Union or whatever hashtag you want to choose because I use multiple of them. You'll see that I, you know, my, my comments in response to 
them, uh, I was getting a kick out of the fact that uh, you had uh, Biden giving points that were requiring many of the Republicans to stand up and clap. Otherwise, because if they didn't stand up and clap, they'd look like, you know, treasonous Putin supporting asshats. And, well, even though many of them are, and then there are many, so there are people who didn't show up to the State of the Union. And I have a feeling that one of the reasons why many Republicans didn't show up to the State of the Union was simply because of the fact that they didn't want to have the situation where they had to either stand up and clap for something that Joe Biden says or be shown to be a, a treasonous Putin supporter um, by not standing up to certain things that Biden said. So I think I think that was interesting. Could have made it into a drinking game. I take a shot every time a Republican is forced uh, to stand or else made to be to look like a tra- a traitor to the country or a Putin sympathizer at the very least. Um, of course, uh, the treason caucus, the insurrectionist supporters, uh, Green and Bobert were there, and uh, they yelled something. I don't know what exactly it is that they yelled, but uh, they got booed down pretty quickly. Apparently, Marjorie Taylor Green thinks that. Uh, because of all of her masks fine, she's working for free. Of course, she's worth like, you know, $30 million or something at this point because of all the investments she has made, in part based on her, uh, I guess, knowledge that she gained in Congress. It's, I had to cough because my body knew that putting the words Marjorie Taylor Greene and knowledge together just doesn't seem to be something that would you would ever want to say in the same sentence. But I don't know. It's crazy. It, 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 the, the, that, again, that they have been successful, despite being so bad, is just a damning statement of the state of politics in this country right now. Um, you had gubernatorial primaries thing in Texas. Um, no one should be surprised that the incumbent won the Republican nomination. Let's, you know, I listened to my friend Jeff's show a bunch, uh, and he often had Colonel Allen West on his show talking about all sorts of conspiratorial theories and what have you. And I never believed for a second that West had a chance in hell to be able to challenge and take on uh, the uh, Governor Abbott in. Texas, um, I guess he was trying to say that, yeah, hey, I'm more pro-Trump, I'm more cons- extreme, I'm more conservative, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more of the bad stuff. And I guess the Republicans in the state were like, no, nah, we're just going to stick with the stick with the guy that we know um, who, because I'm, I'm actually, I would have liked to have seen Cruz get the nomination because I think Cruz getting the nomination, not Cruz, I'm looking at Ted Cruz right now on Twitter, which is, you know, hurting my eyes. Um, if Colonel Allen West had uh, won the primary uh, and won the nomination of the GOP, uh, it would have been interesting to see whether or not uh, at that that would have helped um, Beto O'Rourke win uh, the, the state of Texas, the gubernatorial election. That would have been nice to see. And it still might happen. You don't know. I mean, Texas is is playing around with with going purple it's not there yet clearly but it's, it's playing around with it and they're fighting it the republicans are fighting it because the republicans are doing horrible gerrymandering and then if you listen to the, the intro to the show you know that we're trying to we're trying to fight gerrymandering and and voter suppression here on liberal dan radio go to stop the coup at liberaldan.com if you want to support the efforts uh to try and get uh certain things targeted um you know, we're, we're going to see you know where 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 the support where the support will come from, but it needs. We, I need your help. I can't do it alone, obviously. Um, and we're also trying to think of other ways that we could uh, try and get support uh, for other causes as well, and try and use the show as a platform to do that as well. And hopefully, maybe in a week or two, I'll be able to come up with some good ones. If you have a suggestion, I'd love to hear it at Liberal Day and Radio on Twitter. Best way, just tag me there and or email me liberaldayandradio at gmail dot com. And give me your suggestion of what you believe uh, might be a good thing for Liberal Dan Radio, a good cause for Liberal Dan Radio to support. Um, Supreme Court uh, did not allow for a stay on um, a two of the cases where the courts 
in in North Carolina and in Pennsylvania had overturned the congressionally redrawn districts because they were hyper-partisan in nature. And of course, you know, my friend Jeff on his morning show, we've been emailing back and forth uh, discussing some of the issues. And he is like, I figured you'd be glad to see this. And I'm like, of course I'm glad to see that the Supreme Court didn't hear this case. Because when the Republicans were in control of the, drawing the lines in Pennsylvania, they drew the lines 13 to 5. When you had 18 seats in Pennsylvania, 13 Republicans, 5 Democrats, when it's a swing state. Pennsylvania is a swing state. It went for Trump at 16. It went for Biden at 20. It's a swing state. And it's that close of a swing state that you should be seeing 9 to 9. Now, ideally... I would love to see a situation where we uh, where we uh, push for slates of candidates instead of districts, and maybe that's where I need to. I, I don't know if that's where I need to push my focus on, and just getting rid of districts altogether. That might be too radical. That might be too big of a cause to be pushing for. But I, I would like to see it. Uh, maybe maybe sometime in my lifetime, I would like to see us moving away from congressional districts and just having each state elect a slate of candidates, elect slates of candidates. That way you don't have to worry about geography. And if somebody wants to, like in Louisiana, let's say somebody wanted to make a New Orleans area Democrat district to try and make sure that New Orleans has at least one seat of representation, then the New Orleans area Democrats could run their campaign and everybody in the state could vote for for that slate. And if that slate wins, and if one slate's worth of candidates wins, guess what? That one state's slate's worth of candidates goes to Congress. That slate manages to win too, even better. And hey, maybe there there might be a a moderate Democrat uh, slate that decides to run that says, okay, well we believe that we don't we're not we're not you know leftists we're we're moderate or conservative Democrats we don't agree with the Republicans and everything we caucus with the Democratic Party but you know we're your John Bell Edwardses we're your um, you know even if I mean you know Kristen Cinemas. You know those type of people who who are left on are on the left on some issues, but not all the issues. Now maybe they run a seat. Maybe they win a third one, because that's the only way that John Bell Edwards was able to win the gubernatorial election when he ran and won both times is because not only he got centrists to vote for him as well. There's enough votes. To, if there's enough votes in Louisiana to get to get a Democrat elected the last two times, despite the fact that we're a red state, there's enough votes to get three Democratic congressional candidates elected via slates. And that's probably why the Republicans wouldn't go for it, because they would realize, oh, no, we have to actually give the people a say. We have to actually make sure that everybody has an equal say, an equal equal count and all. I mean, you know, it would help the Republicans in California. It would help. It would help Republicans in Connecticut. It would help Democrats in Nebraska. We've seen how badly these states gerrymander. We've seen. You know, if you go to my videos, we've seen. Now, I, I may have come across a little bit of a math error on on what uh, on what I've been showing. I might have to. Oh, that's not good. I uh, I have 90 seconds left in my in my show. That's not good. I do not want to have 90 seconds left in my show. I need to expand. Apparently, I didn't make the show three hours. Not that I expect to do a three-hour show, but I don't want to do a 15-minute show. That's for darn sure. <laughs> so I think that's fixed. We have. I think we. I think we have that fixed now. So yay. Um, wow. Anyway, so let's go ahead and take the first commercial break. Uh, we'll come back, take your calls as well uh, to call in the show. It's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. Are you planning a trip to Disney soon? Do you want help avoiding spending mistakes and making the most of your vacation? Then check out BudgetEars.com. 
a new site devoted to helping you get the most mouse for your money. What kind of tickets should you get? Is the dining plan a good deal for you? Should you stay on grounds or not? Should you buy park hoppers? Many other sites are filled with information about what other people like to do. But Budget Ears is geared to help you make the best decision for you. So check out BudgetEars.com or go to YouTube.com slash BudgetEars and help make your trip the best it can be. BudgetEars.com is not a travel agency and it is not affiliated with the Disney Corporation or any of its holdings. In a world gone mad, one progressive will do a bad movie trailer guy impression to get you to listen to his show. There's only one thing that I like better than the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Alright, Bill, that's enough of that. On the Liberal Dan Radio minicast, you will hear an honest discussion of the day's issues with some personal bits in between. You might even hear what the other side has to say. Sometimes even in their own voices. So become one of the Liberal Dan family. Because family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. To hear those bad impressions and more, tune into the Liberal Dan Radio minicast. Talk from the left, that's right. And I think to myself, what a wonderful show. Mm, yeah. If you enjoy Liberal Dan Radio, there's many ways that you can support the show. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel. You can like me on Facebook or follow me on Twitter or TikTok. And you can become a Liberal Dan Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get a shout-out. Higher levels get the opportunity to vote on what I do next on the podcast, the minicast, or on YouTube. You can even buy commercial advertising or sponsor bits. So go to patreon.liberaldan.com and support the show today. Hey there, podcast listeners. This is Demonox, host of The World According to Knox. It's time for Season 2, where I take you on another trip through my world. The world of movies, video games, pop culture, and more. Relate them to the world around you. Don't forget to leave a question for Marscat and find me on Twitter by the handle xdeminox. Letter X like X-Men, D-E-M-I-N-O-X. Now enjoy the rest of your podcast. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana, to join the conversation. Sorry, go 914-803-4131, 914-803-4131. Shouts out to Demodox, who just joined us in the chat. Uh, but he has to go food shopping in the snow and hopefully hopes to get back before the whole thing is over. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if the whole, you know, you, have, you, have, you probably have 40 minutes. I don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm going to expand over... Uh, an hour this week or not, especially because later in the month we should be having another three-hour three-hour show, hopefully with uh, host with guest, not host, but guest Hal Sparks again. Um, yeah, make Demonox does make a good point. However, seeing as Russia just bombed a maternity uh, hospital, I wonder how many fat. I'm thinking he's using voice to text, so I'm going to say, wonder how many fascist conservative Trumpers who are, quote, pro-life, unquote, won't be saying anything about those dead babies. Absolutely, because, again, it's ne- as I've said, this is a kind of a running trend on the show recently, is that when conservatives, oftentimes when conservatives say that they're for something, they're not really for that something. Therefore, it's, it's something else just using the guise of the something that they're using, like abortion. Oh, we, we, we want to support the, the life of the, of the fetus or the, or the embryo. No, you don't, because you don't care about that life if it's bombed in a maternity ward or if it's – you don't care about it if Putin's – because, you know, y'all love Putin. You know, a bunch of y'all love – you love Vladimir. You love him. He's so good to you. He's like strong bull. On horseback, big Russian bear, you like. Much like your fantasies of what you think Donald Trump is. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah, you know, they say that they're pro-life, but they're not. They're pro, 
seminars. That's correct. I'm using text to speech. <laughs> yes, I know. Um, so, uh, see, change the subject real quick. Smithsonian Magazine: Large parachuting spiders could soon invade the East Coast. In related news, Liberal Dan will not be visiting the East Coast anytime in the damn near future because I don't like spiders. I do not like spiders. Uh, <laughs> there's a funny wrestling clip about that, but we don't have to go into all that. But uh, just look up our truth and uh, I think agoraphobia or arachnophobia, and it's hilarious. Anyway, but again, big shouts out to uh, Demonox, uh, the first Liberal Dan Radio patron. Also, shouts out to uh, Cesar out in California and your boy Chris for also supporting the show. You too can support the show by going to patreon.liberaldan.com or patreon.com slash liberaldan. Uh, either way, we'll get you there. And that's one of the best ways you can support the show is to, uh, you, you can either just support it, you know, three, five, ten bucks monthly, or if you want to, you can buy advertising, sponsor bits, etc. Imagine if you had a business and you were sponsor of Hypocrite of the Week instead of having and having no sponsor. You might That might be awesome. You know, you might like that. You might not. I don't know. It's worth a shot. Give it a try. Also, shouts out to my little brother, the host of the most Nimbus Yosh with the smooth sounds of the Percy podcast. Both of y'all need to make a podcast soon. I'm just going to, unless I happen to yell at y'all to make, to make some content. I mean, I need to make some YouTube content. I need to make some, but I'm making my podcast. Darn it. Uh, I did send, hopefully they'll be able to get on, on the air soon. Um, Uh, There's a lot of funny tweets that I retweeted during the break. Um, Kid Rock uh, apparently was trending, and so everyone was mocking Kid Rock. And the funniest one I saw was, uh, Kid Rock music is for people who know exactly how much Sudafed they're legally allowed to buy at the grocery store. (laughs) Yep, that's about it. Uh, that, That about sums it up right there. Uh, so what else? What else are we talking about today? Uh, I'm not doing. That's an old hypocrite of the week. So I'm not playing any of the hypocrites of the week this week. Um, oh, Disney! I was going to talk a little bit about my Disney trip uh, because it's something that happened to me, and it's related to. It's my first time in really since 2019 that I went to any place with a large amount of people. Uh, 2019, we went to Disneyland. Usually, we 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 like to go to Disney World um, more often. It's closer; we can drive to it, and there's more stuff to do. And there's there's a good week's worth of stuff to do in Disney World if you enjoy the stuff in Disney World. Um, but while we were at Disney World, the CDC announced that they were changing their uh, regulations, that they were not, or changing their advice instead of going on. Uh, transmission rates, they're going on hospitalization rates, um, but they are going to be looking at, you know, whether or not you're in areas of high transmission or not based off of hospitalizations and the masking guidance will follow those things. So like in New Orleans, for example, we're low transmission. We have a low transmission rate. We're, we're doing well. So we we're, we can freely uh, go maskless. My, my employer uh, has the rule where you can go maskless if you're vaccinated. You have to show proof of vaccination. Otherwise, you have to go, you have to wear a mask, which is good, good for them. I had to, I had to go into work today in person for the first time since April of last year uh, when I started uh, because I wanted to, uh, you know, they were replacing my phone with a new one. And I have a brand swanky new iPhone 13. Uh, even though I only use it to approve 2FA and to get phone calls. So it's a little overboard, but hey, it's a good perk. And I I get to make my nine-year-old jealous of me because for his birthday, my nine-year-old wanted an iPhone 13. I'm like, okay, you can get a job and then we'll talk about it. (laughs) Make money, make a whole bunch of money on YouTube and get, get famous and then show me how you do it because apparently I don't seem to be able to know how to do it. Um, so we went to Disney, and, and I'm going to be making a couple of videos about Disney has, has succumbed to even more greed when it comes to their, their visitors. And they've kind of made two classes of visitors at this point, uh, or, or it might even be more classes if you really want to think about it. But I'm going to be making a few new videos for my Budget Ears channel. I haven't done that in years. 
so we're going to see. We're going to mix some of those and see how that goes. Um, because, yeah, I have, I have some opinions to share uh, about, you know, should you buy this new thing that they offer? And I'm going to have two videos, one based off of individual, what they call lightning lanes, one what they call Genie Plus, and one which will probably be one of the first opinion. One of, I think I have one opinion video in there. I think I have a restaurant review. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, I, I usually don't, I usually try and make that channel about how you can make your decisions based off of what you think it works. And then two of those videos that I plan on making are going to be just that, not my opinion, just my facts. Um, and just give you the facts and how it works and let you make up your mind for yourself. But the third video yeah, I'm going to go all in on, on it. We, me and my wife actually said to each other during this vacation, we may have to find a new place to vacation. That's how bad this change is to our Disney experience. It's unfortunate. Um, potential hypocrite of the week, Marjorie Taylor Greene crying like a baby that the Democrats are doing a midnight voting session uh, like she's never done that before. Unrelated hypocrite of the week, the squirrel right outside my window. You know what you did. That damn squirrel. Anyway, so, but it was, it was interesting because we were in Disney and for the first time in, had to to do Frozen, for the first time in forever, I went without a mask. Because I was, we were walking around, we were, were, first couple days we we did, and it's like everybody is going not wearing a mask. Um, And I'm boosted, my wife's boosted, uh, my son's boosted. Uh, and my youngest son caught it after being fully vaccinated, which has the end effect of him being boosted. So, so we're like, all right, this is the safest time for us to go. We're unlikely to catch it. And if all these people are not wearing masks because they want to, you know, because they don't want to give a crap about anybody else itself, why should I give a crap about theirs? It's pretty much what I got, came down to. I'm going to follow the CDC guidance. Sure. I will follow that. And, and I'll still follow that. And so, and that includes, me not having to wear a mask in most places in New Orleans at this point in time. And that's fine. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with following the science because I've been following the science since day one. I've been being good and I think I deserve it. <laughs> um, but and these people won't. And so and again, there, there are places there was like, we, we got on the monorail. You have to wear a mask on the monorail. And they said, Hey, mask up. And we're like, okay. And we put on our mask. We didn't complain. Because we're not whiny little bitches like these conservative hypocrites are who complain about freedom. They complain about gas prices and, oh, the gas is too high. Meanwhile, they're driving these big 20-mile, 15-mile per gallon gas guzzling trucks down the highways in their freedom ride about their so-called freedoms that are being trampled on. You don't have the freedom to get other people sick. You 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 don't have the freedom... And even those the mandates, there's not really really any mandates anymore, but they're still whining and complaining about it because what else are they going to do? They're not going to tell the truth about anything. So why why would I expect um, why would I expect them to to present the truth? But driving home from Disney, we had uh, we were seeing like there's a bridge, and there was a couple of people on top of the bridge waving flags and. You know, one American flag, one let's go Brandon flag. And I'm like, why are they on the bridge? They're, what? Like, I guess they're trying to tell the people that they're supportive of, you know, that they're Americans and that they support the whole farce that, you know, Trump won the election or whatever. And then we saw a second one. Then we saw a third one. I was like, is, are we going to see the... The, the convoy, are, are the truckers coming this way? And they were. We saw, we, we pulled into a gas station, got some gas. There was a bunch of them there. And as we were making our way down I-10 East in Florida, because most of the driving is in Florida, we saw even more uh, truck drivers driving down the street as gasoline prices are soaring. And, of course, they're blaming Biden on it. Gas has never been this high. It's Biden's fault. They don't understand anything about economics. They don't understand anything about how gas prices work. Like, 
here's the thing. We were talking about this in our Voltron chat uh, last night, is that these companies artificially withhold supply. They, they will stop drilling purposefully to keep supply down to raise prices, to get more profit off of per barrel. So they do. They manipulate the market. They artificially re- reduce the, su- the supply. But you, you could allow more drilling, but it's not going to make them drill. And then they want to argue that the Keystone Pipeline is going to be somehow helping us um, with gas prices. It's not. It was nowhere near finished. So finishing the Keystone Pipeline would would have happened in like maybe what, three to five years. And even then, where's the where's the oil going from the, from the Keystone XL expansion or whatever? It was going down to Houston so that it could be exported. It wasn't even helping local local supplies. And they want to they want to be, it's Biden's fault that the gas prices are high here. Gas prices are high everywhere, all over the planet, because of what's going on. And be, and what's going on includes Russia's invasion of Ukraine and includes OPEC and Russian market manipulation um, to artificially withhold supply to drive prices up, especially now that demand is increasing since the pandemic and people are going back out and doing things like driving to Disney World. Fine, I'm, I'm fine paying for all that gas. It, it was a choice. I knew it was going to be expensive trip gas-wise, and it is what it is. Oh, I, I'm sorry. That, that's somebody else's line. It is what it is. Thank you, Donald. Anyway, so so I knew that the gasoline prices were going to be high, and and that's fine. But you know, it's it, it's market manipulation, and everyone's like, "Well, this." Someone in one of my groups, Facebook groups, have been, "Well, this didn't happen under Trump." I was like, "They didn't manipulate the market under Trump." The hell, they didn't. They absolutely manipulated the market under Trump. Trump helped negotiate some sort of deal to take place between Russia and OPEC to restrict the oil, the production of oil that was going to be coming out to, in, to help the people that he likes in oil. And I'm, I'm saying, and he's not helping olive oil. In 2020, many oil companies went out of business. Why? Because Donald Trump's policies didn't actually help a lot of the oil sector. They just helped his friends, his cronies. And it helps people like Putin, who Donald Trump loves. And when they want to sit and say, well, this never happened during the presidency of Donald Trump. They absolutely did. We saw high gas prices early on in the Trump presidency, A. And then B, we, and then the, the pandemic happened, and we shut things down. And so demand dropped. Shocker. You know, when my wife no longer has to drive to work, and I no longer have to drive to work, and we no longer have to drive into school, and we're not going anywhere except for the grocery store, guess what? My gas bill is going to be much less. Therefore, my demand for oil expand that amongst you know 300 million people in this country, and oil prices are going to drop. Gas prices are going to drop. You saw what was it? Gas had barrels had a negative price at one point where they were paying people to take gas because they couldn't afford to store it. But again, then we started coming out of it, and the and the 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 50 turly evil thinkers on the part of the capitalists, um, which I think my biggest, my biggest beef with president Biden, you know, is, is him going, I'm a capitalist. I know why he did it. I know why he, he waved the capitalist banner. I know why he said the things is because he wants to take talking points away from the Republicans who insist on saying that he's some sort of socialist. And anybody who's on the, anywhere on the left is like, Joe Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden is no in no way a socialist. But but again, as we've discussed us on the show, like, you know, if if Biden's here, you know, socialism is way is here, like far away. I can see my Disney tan, that's where my magic band was. Anyway, so if you you're watching this on YouTube, if you're listening on Blog Talk Radio, you're not seeing where my hands are going. But, you know, basically my hands are far apart. Um between where Biden is and where socialism is. But if you're way out on the right fascist, guess what's going to happen? 
you know, you're going to see the difference between Biden, the difference between Biden and socialism is going to be itty bitty because you're way the heck out over there on the right. Of course, and of course, there are people who are way out there on the left who will be like Biden's a conservative because they don't see the because they're way out on the left. It's fine, you know, you you find be where you want to political spectrum. Just understand that the reason that you think the the way that you were thinking about these certain politicians is not just based on where you know your your perception of it could potentially be skewed by where you are on the spectrum like i mean i i like to consider myself a pragmatic progressive um which i think my pragmatism to some people might push me to the right uh at least as at least how i appear to be even though i do support things like you know medicare for all um legalization of marijuana um many things that i support i I have I haven't quite yet embraced the rent is theft line, but I embraced many of the arguments surrounding the rent is theft argument uh, because of the fact that, well, you know, uh, these landlords and these companies that own that that port up all these properties are making it so that housing is more expensive, just like the oil companies do when they artificially restrict the supply. That's what landlords and other home ownership or banking conglomerates do. They'll, you know, either if you're a large renter by owning lots of property that rent, you rent it out to people, or if you're the banks who are trying to keep, you know, the, the prices high so you can get higher mortgages, so you can collect more interest. You know, you're going to artificially, you know, keep all of these houses out of the market so that the price to rent and the price for mortgages go up. Whereas if all of these things were allowed out, I mean, you have, you have room, you have available properties for every single homeless person in this land. All these people that are renting are, are renting probably tw- paying twice as much as what they would pay if they would own just based on the cost. But if, if, if the housing supply wasn't artificially restricted, the prices of the house would go down so it would be even cheaper to own. And that's not what they want. They want the income. They want the rental income. And while I'm, you know, Potentially, sometimes I'm don't hate the player, hate the game. Sometimes the players are the problems in the game. So at that point, you have to then hate the player a little bit. And you know, I'm not going to blame like a mom and pop if you own one. You know, maybe you own a property, you're going to rent it out, and then you're going to give it to your kid or whatever when your kid gets old enough, and your kid can then live in that property. That's fine. I don't care about that. That's that's not. A huge problem in it. I mean, enough of them lumped together. Maybe it's a little bit hoarding, but you know, or if you have like a duplex, you have like a, a you know two-family house, like a shotgun double, as you would call it in New Orleans, and you 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 buy the house and you rent it out to one, rent out the other half of the house to somebody else. Fine. And there's a need for some rentals. There are some people who move around the country a lot who don't want to plant themselves in one place, like. Military people who move from base to base to base, well, their housing should be provided by the government, but that's a whole other story. But you go from place to place to place. If, if your job requires you to not have a specific, you know, one home area, fine. You know, those people should be able to rent and renting should be available for them. But the amount of renting that goes on in this country, again, artificially restricts the supply, which means that the price artificially goes up, much like it happens with big oil. Uh, let's see. Biden is all for intents and purposes centrist. I would say I would agree with that. Demonox, uh, he is not a leftist. I would agree with that too. Um, in the least, he is a centrist. I mean, he's kind of what he ran on to was being the middle guy, but the country is so goddamn part of the right that a traditional centrist is considered a leftist. I'll still take Biden over Orange Hitler. Can't, can't disagree with any of that. Shocking that me and Demonox agree on, on many issues. I know. <laughs> I haven't seen Bringing a Boy the last month or so. Like, I'm wondering where where they are, what happened. I might have to. I have her email address. I may have to reach out to be like, hey, what's going on? I, I don't know if it's did I pick on her, her 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 report too much? Did I did I beat that dead horse too much? Was that annoying to her? I don't know. Uh, but I I do miss their contributions, even though you know sometimes sometimes Bringing a Boy can be a little bit 
over the top, but yeah, I like having people on the other side of the aisle um, give their opinions so I could, you know, ca- you know, discuss them. And sometimes I counter them. Sometimes I'm be like, you know, it's a good point. You know, the, the fact that she brought um, her, I, I know her name, and I'm, I don't necessarily, I don't know what she wants her name said out loud. That's why I don't say it. Um, but like the fact that she gave me this this resource to show one thing, you know, that she thought was happening and I disagreed and it showed that I was correct about it. Sorry, but dead horse beat again. Um, but there was something else in that, it, that showed like how pneumonia is being, how cases of pneumonia are happening and how they correlate to uh, the COVID outbreaks and, and the amount of COVID that's going on and how COVID's causing more pneumonia um, than you would normally have. And that's a big deal. Because it's not, I mean, so it's they, they, people, some people on the right might argue, well, they're dying of pneumonia. They're not dying of COVID. The COVID causes the pneumonia. They're dying of, they're dying because they got COVID. And there, you can see there's a trend where pneumonia, the amount of pneumonia deaths per month was like here. And then as COVID increased, you saw the pneumonia deaths increase. That's something that should be looked into and something that should be considered. Because again, you're, by helping to spread COVID, these people help, were helping to kill these Those Three, four thousand more a month pneumonia deaths that you got from COVID were preventable if you would, if people would have just acted right. They didn't want to act right, not at all. So the left has moved a little bit to the left. The right has moved a lot to the right. I think Biden has been one of those straddle the line back when the centers weren't necessarily bad. Now it's four years ago. The average cost of two bedroom apartment in Western Massachusetts was about eight hundred. Now eighteen hundred. There was a story in like New York apartments where during COVID, there people were getting like. You know, they got a $2,000 apartment, and then now that COVID is waning, their rent's going up by, like, double or by half, you know, like, going from, like, 1900 to, like, 2700 I'm like, I pay less than half of what they pay for rent for my entire mortgage payment, including my escrow costs that cover my insurance costs. It's ridiculous how much rent is in some places. In New York, clearly, the rent is too damn high. But yeah, you know... I think Biden, the interesting thing about Biden is if you look at Biden from 30, 40 years ago and look at Biden today, even Biden has moved left. I mean, Biden was the one that kind of convinced Obama to embrace the idea of gay marriage. I don't know what Biden would have, I'm pretty sure Biden would have said something against gay marriage at his start of his political career. But as the Democratic Party has moved more to the left, I think Biden has kind of came along with it. It's one of the reasons why I'm very, you know, why during congressional campaign seasons, I'm like, we need to move Congress left. It's not just because I want, because moving Congress left moves, moves the Democratic Party left, which helps to move, you know, those centrists who want to remain in power to support this. They'll, they'll see that these leftist policies are more popular than what they believe that they are. Now, look, it still doesn't change the fact, like, last election, people were being critical of Biden for not embracing Medicare for all. When his plan, according to Kaiser, polled better than Medicare for all. And at the end of the day, if you could have the option to, you know, buy into a Medicaid, Medicare-type system um, using your tax dollars, and if that, that system kind of exists, and you have a net effect of, let, let's say I would pay, I would no longer pay my insurance premium to my insurer, and I would pay the, the government, and the amount I'm paying in the premium towards my Medicare uh, or Medicaid type account is the same amount of money that my taxes would have gone up, then the difference is negligible. And I'm fine, you know, but again, I'm fine with incremental. And maybe more and more people will say, hey, this is a good idea. And then they can say, okay, well, we could streamline it better by just getting Medicare, Medicare for all. And that could be a way to get there. You know, that may, that may very well be why it polled more popularly than Medicare for all. Not that I would have been mad at him for supporting Medicare for all, but I think Biden's problem with Medicare for all is he didn't see it passing. He didn't see he didn't see there was any way that it would pass, and he didn't see any way the way that he it would be properly paid for. And fine, you know, and my argument to leftists 
um, who wanted Medicare for all to be passed was simply elect a Congress to pass Medicare for all that's a Medicare for all bill that's paid for. If you, if you pay for it and put it on his desk, he's going to have to sign it or then explain why and then lose a lot of support. But we could sit and elect a Congress that would pass Medicare for all. Could even elect a Senate. As House Park says, we only have 48 Democrats in the Senate. There's 50 people who caucus with the Democrats. There's only 48 Democrats in the Senate. You can't operate the Senate and pass the things you want to pass with, with only 48 Democrats in the Senate. You need more. You need more Democrats. And, and, and you also need more people if you want to have, to have them campaign, to have them, you know, caucus with the Democrats as well. But you need more Democrats. That's one of the things I'm toying with is, is shoot for 60 as my, maybe my other tactic that I try and focus on is, is push 60 or drive to 60, whatever we want to call it. I don't know what you want to call it, but go for 60, 60, you know, 60 votes, whatever you want to call it. At some point, we need to get back to, the, to having 60 votes in the Senate like we used to, do, like we used to have. And, maybe, and then at that point, your Joe Manchin's of the world won't have as much power as they do now because they won't be able to individually block individual items like the Joe Lewis uh, Act, like the other um, you know, Voting Rights Act, like the other bills that need to be passed, like Build Back Better. Joe Manchin's vote would be like, meh, whatever, because it starts with that one. That's the Build Back Better bill is a is a, is, a, is a bill that can be passed only with a simple majority because you can make you can pass it via reconciliation. You don't you need to worry about any filibuster manipulations. But if you wanted to manipulate the filibuster, just yeet it completely, you could do it if you had 60 in the Senate because you'd have enough to use the same trick that's been used to water down the filibuster to this point. This point is it's on it's on life support. Why not just pull the plug? Doesn't make any sense. Anyway, let's go ahead. Demonox, why I, why can't I afford? The reason Demonox can't afford to save up and own a house is because he's renting. That's it. You you pay so much in renting, to, you pay you pay so much to rent that you can't afford to save to buy, and all you're doing is paying for the 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 the, the more the rent the leases the lease lessor. The landlord, you're paying your landlord's profits and his mortgage and his interest and everything else. You're paying for all that. You could pay for that yourself, and it would, and then it would be easier to. Uh, hey Rose, my cat. I was like feeling something down below my my leg. I'm like, oh, it's my cat. <laughs> I should put the cat. I am not a cat. I swear. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and take uh, the no, not that one. That one. Take this next last commercial break. Come back. Probably finish up the show as well. Uh, 914-803-4131. 914-803-4131. This is Liberal Dan Radio. Talk from the left. That's right. host of the Percy Podcast. What is the Percy Podcast? (laughs) Well, it's pretty much the smoothest talking host you'll ever hear in your life talking about all kinds of things, political things, nerdy things, fun things, not so fun things. Go ahead, give a listen and follow at the Percy Podcast for more updates and information. Why not sit back and take a listen to one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear and no one else will. Catch you on the tune. Do you want to set money aside for a rainy day? Do you want to open an account that will give you a savings bonus each month? What if I told you that you can get both and have a chance to win $10 million? Yada is an FDIC-insured bank, and when you go to yada.liberaldan.com, open an account, and make your first deposit, you will get 100 entries into the next weekly drawings. You will also get entries each week you have a balance. So go to yada.liberaldan.com. That's Y-O-T-T-A dot liberaldan.com. 
Using gerrymandering, voter suppression, and other nefarious tactics, the Republican Party has manipulated our electoral system to maintain as much control as possible despite being a party in the minority. Liberal Dan Radio seeks to change that, and I need your help in doing so. Liberal Dan Radio has partnered with Levelfield to help us use tools that are typically only available to big money donors. When you go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution, it will encourage other voters to reach out to their legislators to pass legislation to stop gerrymandering and voter suppression and target elected officials who refuse to protect the vote. Every eligible voter should be able to cast a ballot, and that ballot should have the same power as everyone else. I can't do this alone. I need your help. So please go to stopthecoup.liberaldan.com and make your contribution today. That's stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Stopthecoup.liberaldan.com. Political advertising paid for by Levelfield. Contributions are not tax deductible as charitable contributions. And welcome back to Liberal Dan Radio, talk from the left, that's right. This is your host, Dan Zimmerman, coming at you from New Orleans, Louisiana. To join the conversation, it's 914-803-4131. That is 914-803-4131. Now, so Donald Trump, apparently this weekend, one of the engines on his plane went out over the Gulf of Mexico, and they had to make an emergency landing back in New Orleans. Uh, why could it not have been more engines that failed? <sighs> anyway, but um, so now the so-called billionaire, I was, I was arguing this with somebody, somebody else on Facebook, you know, shocking, you know, me to having political discussions on Facebook. Um, I was arguing the, the idea, there's this idea that he's a, not even just a billionaire, but a multi-billionaire. You know, he's a grifter in reality, but he's trying to now fundraise with his pack for a new, as he calls it, Trump Force One. It's just gross. You know, just everything. It's just, uh, it's, I don't get it. Like, he's just, he can't handle the fact that he lost, so he has to call his plane Trump Force One. <laughs> and I'm sure it's all his people like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But his pack is trying to raise money to get a new plane. Mr. Billionaire should be able to afford his own damn plane. Ridiculous. Uh, I'm speaking 13 on Twitter. I can't decide which is more cringe, grifting your supporters to pay for a new plane hours after emergency landing or calling the plane Trump Force One. Somebody else tweeted out, maybe hiring somebody with seven bankruptcies to run the country was a bad idea. Yes. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Um, maybe, maybe, maybe Trump could get one of the leftover planes that get shot down over Ukraine. The, the Ukrainians did shoot down a plane. We can give it to Trump. They rebuild. They rebuild it back better. See, Devonox, what we actually need to do is just get rid of all insurance companies, but they told too much money and they don't want to lose their jobs. See, my opinion is that, like, that you, maybe you do that by having the public option was as soon as more people understand, oh, people are doing really well in this public option, and the more people are going to buy into it based off of their ability to pay, um, according to the formula, and more people will leave their insurance and go towards that. So to me, it's it's a way to kind of cycle down slowly the uh, insurance companies and move people into that system uh, without having the, the, the drastic loss I mean, the insurance companies can still sell insurance for other things. They can still sell life insurance. Uh, they can still sell homeowners insurance. They can still sell, you know, flood and well, no, the government, the, the, the insurers have managed to rid themselves of flood insurance. Getting flood insurance is ridiculous here in Louisiana. That my insurer, like I have two different insurers for my house, one for fire, theft, and liability, and one for uh, flooding and 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 named storms and wind and hail um, because the insurance companies don't want to write wind and hail policies anymore. They want to put that on the government. But the way insurance work is like, if you write insurance, you should be able to benefit from the low risk people as well as the high risk people, or you should have to, if you're going to get the benefit of the low risk people, you should also have to take the high risk people. You shouldn't have a high risk plan. High risk plans are terrible. That's one of the problems with the Republican plan that they were trying to propose 
in when they were going to repeal and replace Obamacare, you know, thank you, McCain, for wherever you are, uh, for helping to not let that happen. But they're, and I don't even think they were trying to pass anything in that attempt, but their so-called plan uh, to allow people to uh, buy state across state lines w- would allow uh, high-risk pools to be created. If you have a high-risk pool, the problem with we've had a high-risk pool in Louisiana called Citizens Health Citizens Insurance for the flooding, and it was so high-priced because all you had in there were people who were high-risk. So therefore, the company didn't get to benefit from the low risk. That's why you can have group plans that work. That's why you can have group plans that work where people who are higher risk pay the same amount of money as people that are lower risk because the because of the pooling effect. These people don't understand how insurance works. They don't understand how many things work. They don't understand how supply and demand works. Like people complain, oh, you elect Democrats, that's why gas prices go high. No, Democrats, liberals, people on the left, etc. Everybody, you know, to, to, even Biden wants to have like solar panels and other alternate types of fuel. So we don't have to rely on foreign oil. We don't have to rely on oil for everything, period. And when you reduce the demand, guess what happens? The price goes down. They want to go the supply side route, which is not a shock because Republicans support the myth of supply side economics, the whole, if you build it, they will come. But trust me, the amount of people coming with Republicans is probably slim to none. Boom, boom, Anyway, so uh, on that note, uh, let's see, what else? Um, I think that's a good place to end the show uh, on the low note of that. Uh, again, thank you, Demonox, for joining us in the chat. I appreciate you. Uh, anybody listening who's watching after live broadcast, please make sure to share it with your friends. Uh, share the show out uh, to Facebook. Twitter, etc. cetera. Um, tell your friends all about it. Uh, we, again, we have House Sparks coming on again sometime in the next month. Uh, sometimes, probably in the next three weeks. We will see. It could be two weeks. could be three weeks. We will see when that happens. I don't know yet. It's not official, but I'm very much, again, looking forward to it. To it. Um, I was just so happy last week that Things with me tend to not work out sometimes. Like I like I try something and then it just fails miserably, and like so sometimes I think I'm kind of down on myself about that. So that was always allowing myself the possibility. So you're gonna get a little bit of insight of my soul here in the last few minutes of the show, um, if I have a soul, maybe. Um, and like I was, I just kept on in the back of my head, just like something's gonna go wrong, and I I was not allowing myself to accept the fact that this was going to work and that this was actually going to happen that i was actually going to have how sparks on my show and it was going to be a great show i wasn't allowing myself to to believe that because i felt that if i allowed myself to just just accept that it was going to be a good thing that it might fall fall apart that the cable might go out the internet might go out um that he might have to cancel that this is all a ruse i don't know but at the end of the show i logged off the show I closed the show. I, I, I turned off everything. I ended the stream, and it was finished after three, two and a half hours with House Sparks, a three-hour show, a three-hour complete show, two and a half hours with House Sparks, and I almost cried because I was just so happy about the fact that it went right, it went well, it went good, and um, we'll hopefully continue to be able to do those type of shows and other types of shows. And I'd love to have your support moving on in the future with it if you're not already doing so. So thank you very much for listening um, to that little part, you know, just a little, little view into my, you know, into my soul to see, you know, how I think, I guess, and, and just how, how happy I was that day. That was a very, very happy day in my life. And again, that is the end of this week's episode of Liberal Day and Radio. Talk from the left, that's right. Join us each and every Wednesday, except for when I'm vacation. 8 p.m. Central, blogtalkradio.com slash liberaldan, and live on YouTube, youtube.com slash liberaldanradio. Follow me on all the different places online, at liberaldanradio on Twitter, facebook.com slash liberaldan, patreon.com slash liberaldan, um, TikTok, liberaldanradio, etc. Until next week, this is Dan Zimmerman with Liberal Band Radio. Talk from the left. That's right.